welcome in to an all-new edition of the Tailgate Podcast. Uh, hey, yo. We forgot last week to mention that it is one year of the Tailgate Podcast. Yay, yay! Woo-woo! As of Cinco de Mayo last us. year. Uh, May 6th. We actually barely missed Cinco de Mayo last year. Really? May 6th was our first uh, first edition when we did the the two-part draft recap. But we didn't post it till the next day. No, 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 I know, but we posted on May 6th. Okay. Oh, so, yeah. so maybe we, we did do we it did on May 5th. I just remembered picking up tacos on the way home. As long as Yo tacos. <laughs> Got some dos Everyday. Mm. Delicious tacos. But yeah, one-year anniversary. Yes. And so to commemorate this one-year anniversary, we have decided we're going to throw it back. We're doing it with a little throwback edition oh, yeah. of the Tailgate laptop. Podcast. Don's laptop. Hey. Yeah, so how you're seeing this, it's actually backwards because we have to record yeah. off the front of the laptop. Yeah. That's yeah. 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 Fun fact about that. That's why we are also in a very corner of the room. Yeah. Nobody puts the tailgate in the corner. They nope. put they put the tailgate in the corner, guys. Uh, but that's also because you can't see behind this camera is a full room remodel happening. Yes. That is yeah. the the real reason yeah. why we are doing it on the laptop instead of the format you've been accustomed you become accustomed to seeing the three of our beautiful faces on so you uh, don't have to you don't get to see us as in detailed as you normally would so thank you're god. welcome for that thank god <laughs> we try to help <laughs> uh, it's been an incredible year we've really enjoyed doing this it's one of my favorite things that we that i do every week yeah um, absolutely look forward so, to it every single time yeah it's been a it's been a real awesome year getting to record with these guys and see where this is coming don't touch me <laughs> you can touch me anytime. Anytime. Ooh. Also, because, you know, we're the champs. So it's. Uh, champs. D- bears, bears repeating. Champs. The C does not stand for captain, it stands for champ. It also stands for captain. You see this? Yeah. Oh, damn it. This is World Series. <laughs> Shit. Sorry. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, what a. How far we've come from covering sports when there was no sports going on to. Because yeah. we're going to have, like. Full fans and stands for football this year. We're that close. I'm so excited. We're that close to having yeah. it in baseball. Yeah. I mean, we get the schedule release tomorrow mm-hmm. for football. Mm-hmm. So I'll get to know when we get to go watch the Cowboys and the Chiefs play. Mm-hmm. We're definitely going to that. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely happening. Tailgate at the, a, a tailgate, tailgate, tailgate at Arrowhead, Arrowhead Stadium. Stadium. Tailgate squared. Tailgate <laughs> squared. Yes. In which case, we are going to. You, you, Aaron will be put. Baby will be put in the corner that day. I will definitely be put. Well, oh, you mean just like you guys are going to beat us? No. Well, yeah. yes. Yeah. But I was going to say, as you being the Cowboys fan, it, oh, yeah. what I'm saying will probably I be got treated very, a very poorly the last time I went to oh, a Chiefs game as a Cowboys. Well, we'll the rest still of them will. you and give you beer. <laughs> We're just one of those fan bases. No matter where we go, we get treated like shit. So it's fine. Ponch fair. is very fair. And I'm given Ponch oh, will be out there. Ponch is very fair to opposing fans. Ponch is a sweetheart. Oh, yeah. I see that, Bonch? You have to watch this now. <laughs> I'm totally going to wear the shirt. I just hope both teams have fun. <laughs> I'll, I'll lend it to you. Yeah. You just yeah, wear that. Yeah. Just get an NFL hat, too, yeah. like Rob Lowe wore. I have that, too. Yeah. <laughs> I can lend both of those to you. Yeah. Um, but let's get into some uh, sports talk. Because that's what we're here to do. Guys, Tebow time's back, and we're just, like, throwing it back to, like, mm-hmm. what, 12 years ago, t- uh, however guys, long. Tim Tebow doesn't throw. There goes <laughs> Tim, Tim Tebow. Watch, Watch him, as him as he throws. Catches the ball and runs now? Blocks? Yeah, I, yeah he's a tight end. You think Praise some, on the sideline? I think they'll do some jump pass trick plays. Oh, man. Oh, hell yeah. Of course they, they have will. To. Oh, yeah. I already Urban. read the funniest thing, and some you, might, you might have seen it. You might have been the one that pointed it out to me, but it was somebody saying, it's like, I can't wait for this a scenario when somebody from Jacksonville walks into the locker room like week three after they're getting beat, they're zero and two and they're getting beat like twenty one nothing halftime. Tebow crying in the locker room at halftime, <laughs> just going crazy. And Urban Meyer's out in the hallway on an EKG machine. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Jesus. God. All right. Well, yeah. that's so, something to look forward to. I Tim realize t- that might be an awful thing to say, but <laughs> but it's legitimate. Am I wrong? You know who else came back when they were thirty three years old? God. Jesus. Jesus. Yeah, the embodiment of God. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Uh, coincidences aren't, aren't, I don't know what I was going to say there. It's not a coincidence. That's what I meant to say. Can't talk. Uh, but yeah, Tim Tebow signed a one-year deal to play tight end for the first time in his life for the yep. Jacksonville Jaguars after not playing football for eight years. Mm-hmm. There was a ferocious chase <laughs> among just an unbelievable amount of zero other teams to go and <laughs> sign Tim Tebow mm-hmm. to play tight end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Jacksonville, the only team seeking Tim Tebow to play tight end. Yeah. It was hotly contested for no one, but it was hotly yeah. contested. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, a lot of discourse online. There's players that aren't in the league anymore that definitely deserve to be in the league over Tim Tebow. I.e. Des Bryant was one of the vocal ones. Mm. Like, And obviously, a lot of the Colin Kaepernick chatter came back up. You think that someone can't come back and play a position that they played their entire life right. after five years? How about someone coming back after eight years playing a position they've never played in their lives yeah and i mean especially somebody who they showed just how great of a baseball player they were as well like mm. clearly any endeavor that he's going to get into he's going to get just there to the tippy tippy top of not being among the best and mm. i mean yeah for as phenomenal a college quarterback as he was yeah. failed as an nfl quarterback failed mm. as a never made the majors as a baseball yeah. player in the mets organization and i just can't the only way he makes it out of training camp as their third, second string tight end or whatever mm-hmm. is because it would be because of Urban Meyer. Right. Which would be just the most asinine experiment to try to run as a former college coach. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, man. I mean, he was a great athlete for me 12 years ago in college. Mm-hmm. So it bears bears the, you know, giving him an opportunity as a tight end in the NFL. Yeah. I mean, there's just. I, Said no one ever yeah, other yeah. than Urban Meyer. <laughs> I just don't see how he jumps any position any any tight end that they already have and i know that they got rid of oh he'll make the roster but he's gonna make the roster just urban's not gonna bring in he's gonna make the roster man if he jumps oshag hennessy i'm gonna be so mad (laughs) jesus yeah wow (sighs) welcome back to the tailgate folks yeah Yeah. (laughs) we've missed you tebow time's back benifer's back it's just like my high school career is back. What happened to her and A-Rod? I heard about that today. I was like, I didn't know, even know, know her and A-Rod were done. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, they broke up like a month and a half, two months yeah. ago. She's well, clicking they, the like, went out for lunch one day. They're like, oh, they're back. And then they're like, no, no. But, yeah. The, the world spark, just, The spark is reignited. The world just seems He's going right. back to the wrong Jennifer. <laughs> he needs to go back to Jennifer Garner. Let's be honest here. He had a very sweet post on Mother's Day, too. Good, actually. as well he should. Yeah, he yeah, did. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we're not we're not here to talk Benifer. We're not here to talk Tim you Tebow. And we just, I did, I did bring it up. You, you started, but this. I'm just saying that's not why we're <laughs> here. Your fault. Uh, we just had to. I'm just saying it's been a week of flashbacks. Like we're just getting yeah. a lot of. I did take that spooky dookie earlier today. That was, yeah. How <laughs> proud of you to to get to yeah. get that in here? Are I got you? it. I got Thank it. you to Haley for we're, pointing that out. Getting, yeah. Yeah, Ty. Because of no electricity, you know Lost what else power. that means? <laughs> you can't do. Well, you uh, can do, but you can't with. You, you can do it in a very different. I took light. a poop with the lights off. Oh, nice. And she's like, that's called a spooky dookie. And oh, wow. I was like, I Hilarity love that. Shout out Haley. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for Hilarity bringing that in. Hilarity ensued by everybody who spooky heard about dookie. this. The spooky You've heard of the stinker tinker, folks. We introduced you. <laughs> the, spooky the spooky dookie. dookie. <laughs> oh, God. It was great. <laughs> Let's get back to some uh, quarterback oh, discourse. Uh, yeah, where, <laughs> where the hell are we? Are we went from Tim Tebow to spooky this dookie. This is what happens when we get put in the corner. Yeah. It wouldn't be the unofficial official tailgate anniversary mm. show if we didn't just get way off course from what yeah, we were with, talking about. Some we had to bring up Tebow. I don't really want to spend a whole lot of time on it because it is just a distraction. That's all he brings to a team yep. is just being a media distraction. And next. Uh, and next, we will talk about the uh, Aaron Rodgers discourse. We, we touched on it during the draft, touched on it a little bit last week right? Uh, on draft day. Adam Schefter reported that Aaron Rodgers wanted out of Green Bay, and he mm. had told the team that he will not return. He said all this stuff about the GM being like Jerry Krause, and yeah. which is hilarious <laughs> because at least Krause won championships, uh, and at least Michael won more than one. Um, but Adam Schefter later went on Dan Paxter's show and started – the controversy got it a little bit a little, little out of hand. A little yeah. out of hand. Yes. Uh, basically went on there and Dan Patrick's like, so what new sources like came forward and said like mm. on draft day and said all this? And he's like, oh, no new, no new sources came yeah. forward. No, nothing new. This is information that basically Adam Schefter had been sitting on for a while. He didn't say that there was no sources in general. Right. And that's what I think a lot of 
the miscommunication and misinformation. Yeah, like, yeah, like misunderstanding really of yeah. the media. Like if you watch the clip, he just says there was no new sources. Yeah. He didn't say there was no sources in general. He basically said we've been sitting on this information. Everybody, everybody who has sources within Green Bay knew, knew that this had all happened, but until there was like a formal trade request, right? They didn't want to report it until. Ever, like multiple sources confirmed, mm. so that basically tells me that there was maybe one source that has been that has been feeding this information to media members. Mm. But like I said, it created this media storm, mainly like the uh, Pat McAfee's of the world, where he's like, "Oh, see, it's not even a big deal. It's like he's he doesn't necessarily want out of Green Bay. No, he does. He does. He wants out of Green Bay. And I and, mean, the, the it was reported, and then mm-hmm. now you see the fallout for it." And there's no way that you can think that he doesn't want out of Green Bay because he has been very, very adamant about being out of Green if, Bay. If he didn't want out of Green Bay, he'd straight up come out and say, oh, I don't want out of Green Bay. And he hasn't said anything at all. And silence in these situations speaks it's not louder golden. than words. It's not golden. It is, silence is not golden. <laughs> it is not. Duncan? Duncan, you seem like you're very much in thought here. What, what do you have to add to this? Well... <laughs> My Mimi had a great saying, and given that we're just past Mother's Day, and you know, my Mimi was a wonderful woman, she had a wonderful saying called, Toot thine own horn, lest it not be tooted. In other words, never brag unless, you know, you deserve to brag. Right. Right. And I bring that up because I feel like there was somebody on this show like a year ago that talked about this with the Jordan Love pick that that's the 2020 season would be Aaron Rodgers' last in Green Bay, that he would go off and have a phenomenal campaign and then be like, deuces, I want out of here. Right. Humble rag. I don't know who <laughs> hey, we that him, was. It was Duncan. Called that! Here's the thing. Maybe. All of us said he would eventually be out of Green Bay. Yes. I, I honestly mm-hmm. thought it would be before mm-hmm. last season, this past right. season. Uh I'm not saying I'm Nostradunkus or anything Jesus. like that. Cut off but. his mic. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here, folks. <laughs> no, no, no. But but in all seriousness, this is like, I don't like to see that it played out this way. Mm-hmm. I mean, because it hasn't been exact. He is still in Green Bay, technically. And mm-hmm. I do think he ultimately, with all, the, with all the chips on the table, I think he is a Green Bay Packer. Come, or I, he, I don't think he's with another franchise, I, su- I should say. Not necessarily that he'll be a Green Bay Packer, but I don't think he suits up for any of the other 31 teams once the season kicks off this September. Oh, you think they're going to be petty and not trade him? And hold, and hold yes. on. Yes. Oh, okay. Uh, I, think, I think given because there has never been a reigning MVP traded or on a different team the following season in NFL history. Gotcha. And I don't think the Green Bay Packers, title town, are willing to be the first. Gotcha. And I, um, so what's my up with the NFC North teams and just like not ever like nope we won't give in tie tie what the <laughs> ceiling looks nice in here but it does yeah it does yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but no my my humble brag aside that was it's something where like it does make for the most interesting subplot of the entire mm-hmm. off season I mean we look how it completely captured the attention of the first day of the NFL draft of the first mm-hmm. round <clears throat> completely stole attention away absolutely. Yep. And that is, again, that's due to Adam Schefter. Just like, ah, I'm going to sit, 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 sit. Bam. Drop the nugget. Right. And, I mean, I am of the school of thought that Aaron Rodgers is in a different uniform. Uh, still trying to figure out which one it is. But I think Aaron Rodgers is in a different uniform coming at the start of the season. Yeah, at a certain point, like, there's no benefit to just not letting, like, not trading him. All like, right, I'll take it back. He might be in a different uniform. But it won't be the one he wants. It's going to be, be just a like, suit hosting Jeopardy. I don't oh. really. Okay, he did a solid job, but he wasn't that great. He, he's been offered the job. He really has. They like if he Full wants time? it, it's his job. God, that's stupid. Interesting. He hasn't I even mean, been, he hasn't even been the best person to host. Right? But I mean, it's something he's he's shown I'm genuine interest in. So I mean, look, no, Lavar Burton reading Rainbow. God, yeah. that would be too awesome. Take a look; it's in the book. Yeah. Gordy LaForge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, but I and. I've heard that he's been offered. I don't. I guess I don't have. I don't have any sources. Sorry, I'm not Adam Schefter. I don't have my sources of whether or not. But I've heard rumors that he has been offered the the Jeopardy job. It wouldn't if he were to walk, decide to walk away from the Packers. I mean, let's be honest. The dude is probably comfortable financially. Host Jeopardy for a year and then be like, I'm back. 
I mean, who yeah. knows? Maybe come I mean, back. Crazy? No, not many crazier you, things have happened. But I think it could be like the Rogers situation where they're like, we're not trading them where you want to go. So the three teams that he names, you're out. out. Yeah. yeah. Like they are petty. Mm-hmm. They've proven to be petty like that. Mm-hmm. But they'll trade him somewhere. They're like, oh, we're going to put you in a terrible situation, and he's going to make the. I mean, Roger. I mean, even Favre for a little while, made the Jets a lot better than he injured mm-hmm. his elbow right. and their season was done. But, yeah, I think they're going to put him in a, a shit situation. Mm. He'll I th- do well, barring injury, and then he'll move on. And, I mean, and if, he, if he does end up in another uniform, I think – and I don't think the Packers would do that only because I think that there's really only, like, one option if they want to get an immediate return, mm-hmm. and that wouldn't be a shit situation. That's my yeah. I mean, if they could immediately – that would be something where they could probably get Tua back yeah. in addition to a couple, maybe even three first-round picks from Miami, of which Miami still has two this year and I believe two next year. Or two next year and then maybe – they do have two next year for sure. Yeah. I don't remember if they do the following year as well. They have one. But still, that could be three first-round picks over the next two years and and two attack of Iloa, essentially yeah. four first-round picks. I think that would be the most sure logical. would be an AFC team in my – like, oh well, they're not going to trade in interconference, but right. I could see New England being in on it, even though they got Mac Jones in this draft. I mean, mm. you're going to take the guaranteed quarterback already. I, I just uh, don't see. I don't see Green Bay going into a deal where they're not going to get something. Green Bay is is very rarely willing to punt on a season. Right. If they had, and that's uh, where I I don't see them. Even if it is, even if they it'd be the play to be spiteful. Right. As they're getting spite back, but. I, I feel like they might not punt on this season, but they'll damn sure kick a field goal. Oh, Mister <laughs> oh, Rogers, do you have anything to say on that? Ooh, ooh. Spicy. No, he has uh, some things to say. I just I think that um, if they didn't have so bad draft capital, a uh, team that I could see him going to would be like the Steelers. Obviously, aging Ben Roethlisberger, trying to move things around, all that stuff. But that would have to be like a next year move. Yeah. Um, but they just don't have the draft capital to no. do that, and that's like, and that's hard. But it would be a team that were like, okay, well, we have an old guy, let's go ahead and kind of move it around. Mm-hmm. But other than that, there's not really many pieces that look that good for the Steelers. And at the end of the day, you're still going to have to <laughs> – someone's going to have to block for him. <laughs> and they well, don't that's a terrible one. <laughs> I am sorry, guys, that I had to, you know, try to outduel you guys there and get my humble brag out. You know, I had to pull my lance out mm. and get, like – just outduel you a little bit. <laughs> yeah, my humble brag. Cool. You know, I, it's fine. No, we we <laughs> like we told you on draft night. I fully support you bragging that yeah. you called this. Yeah. And I mean, it still hasn't happened. So like, no, it's a no. little premature. No, but, but this, he's definitely being spiteful, and that yes. was that was my main thing. I wanted yeah. to be like, oh, he's going to come out, he's going to ball out, and then spite. be like, oh yeah, deuces. This is because yeah, like they definitely drafted Jordan Love, thinking if you look at the two years prior, there was a dip in production. They were like, all right, we're going to get ahead of this just like we tried to with Favre, and then it's like, And, it, so and yeah. it cracks me up, too, that there's people trying to defend it now. It's like, well, in the NFL these days, you have to have two legitimate quarterbacks, so that's why they spent – you don't go spend a one just so you have two legitimate quarterbacks so you have a legit behind Aaron Rodgers. When we've just talked about all the capable backup quarterbacks in this league that they could have signed mm-hmm. to go and back up Aaron Rodgers, you don't spend a one, especially when you do it to the guy who, oh, we're going to spend a one so you there's a second – one of you, so we have a set, right. you know, we're deep, too deep at your position. Yeah. But even though we've never spent a one on any playmakers for you. <laughs> right. And but, you know. the thing that we've been proven time and time again in the NFL is you go sign Chase Daniel. You know, you find, you know, you go, you go get your Chase Daniel type backup mm-hmm. that is now going to do probably what, Andy Dalton, the next one. Um, that might be that perennial backup, you know, or your Ryan Fitzpatrick or something along the line. You go out and sign that. <laughs> Poor guy. Andy Dalton. Yeah. Yay, I'm the guy. They told me I'm the guy. Who's Justin Fields? Ah, dang it. But I'll even bring <laughs> Why up. Why are they I, trading like, up? <laughs> like I said, I think I said it on the show last week, or maybe during the draft show. Or no, it definitely wasn't during the draft show, because obviously. Uh, but at least the Bears had the respect for Andy Dalton, mm. who had never played it down for them. Mm. To call him and say, "Hey, we're drafting a quarterback in the first round." Yeah, it's going to be an open competition. I mean, obviously, last right. year with the Packers, it wasn't an open competition. Rodgers was the guy, but like they didn't call Aaron yeah. Rodgers. He they didn't have the respect for Aaron Rodgers <laughs> to call him and yeah. say, "Hey, we're taking a quarterback." Not yeah. one of the million receivers that have fallen in this draft, right? And they went by. I mean, they, they drafted a wide receiver the earliest they've ever drafted a wide receiver this past draft. Was it Amari Rogers? Is Amari Rogers at number eighty-five? Jesus, 
just the fact that they have fallen, they've had Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers fall into their laps. Mm-hmm. Right. That is, yes, I know they traded for Favre, but Rodgers fall all the way to 21 in their lap. That is the only reason the Packers have been able to reclaim the title town. And I still don't think they're title town. There's two things. No, they're not title town. Boston is title town. That's facts. That's facts. Like, and I've hated that. That's been the the moniker for them. Like, you have one team. You cannot be title. Title And you win once per Hall of Fame quarterback. Sorry, besides Bart Starr. Mm. But there's two things that have a 17-year, like, that happen once every 17 years. Cicadas come back, and the Packers lose a quarterback. Yeah, yep. 17 years? Three Hall of Fame quarterbacks have now left. But or, not a generational quarterback. What? But not a generational quarterback. They haven't had a generational quarterback. That's only the Colts that have had generational quarterbacks. <laughs> and true. only been able to win one title out of that, that time. Yeah. God. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, Sorry, I, you know that's that's I had my yeah. coach talking to me about that. So yeah, I mean yeah. As far as as far as generational quarterback, I mean you have to you have to talk about the records that have broken. Uh, so we have to talk about Brett Favre being obviously have to go yeah. back in there, Aaron Rodgers and Hail Mary. Um, but Hail Mary. Uh, and that's I, I don't know. It's just it's a black eye on the organization once again. And this maybe is if they happened. had real owners, this one exactly. Oh, yeah. we've said taking a shot at you, Drew Kelly. Yeah. You Move him back to Kelly Milwaukee. Is. Move him to Milwaukee. <laughs> yeah, go to a real town. Uh, no, Drew Kelly was uh, one of the original tailgate guys. He's a huge Packers fan. Yeah. And actually, Evan, you're a Packers fan too. Get real ownership. Drew is an David Nowski. I love you, but get real ownership. Uh, I don't think Evan is. Maybe he is. I don't yeah. know. I don't, it's but, just it's hard. Sorry, you can't have 17 million owners, and then when stuff like this happens, there's no one for. A player to go to and be like, "Is this really what you're you're gonna let this GM do this?" Yeah. Like, I'm me. Yeah, I'm the MVP, and okay, it's it's just I've never liked the. Now whole. I just want to see a mob of Packer fans just going and fire the general manager by basically <laughs> raiding his house and just carrying him out, <laughs> and the mob just tossing him out of town. I totally just had like the water boy like scene. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, yeah. Oh no, we suck again. <laughs> Uh, speaking of quarterback discourse, though, um, you guys think it's been a little bit eerily quiet in Houston? It has been. Nobody's talked about Deshaun in a month. One month. The league hasn't done anything. No, it's because there's two. The, the trash can banging is too loud down there in Houston. So <laughs> it's no. really weird that something so big and something so massive. Obviously, all the allegations that we have yeah. lobbied against him, yep. and we have nothing that's come out of that city in the last little bit. Besides, just reaffirming well, that there's allegations. Well, and it's not even that anymore, though. Like, like the it was like something every day mm. for a while. It was mm-hmm. uh, another another accusation, or this were they're going to the police with this evidence and this evidence, and that, like, and now since like a week or two before the draft until now, there's literally been nothing. Yep, and radio silence. Like I said, it's it's just weird to me that the league hasn't just put him on the exempt list because that just like you don't even that have to have any proof of anything. Mm-hmm. It doesn't con- really it doesn't really confirm anything other than that he's in a situation. Exactly. It, he's being investigated. Exactly. And like the Davis Mills pit, that was their first pick of the draft. Mm-hmm. I honestly think Tyrod that Taylor. was th- Tyrod Taylor. So they so that, in my opinion, they made two smart moves there. So you have a veteran who has starting experience, who has a history of being like that bridge quarterback. Then you also have the high upside, but like we don't really know what we have. I'm not the guy, quarterback. I'm on the, the Davis, guy who – I'm on the Davis Mills train, but I will admit that this situation in me is really fucked up, and it's because I think that especially if you're doing this whole thing with Tyrod Taylor and all that stuff, you're not going to give Davis Mills enough of a look – in this season, it's a, it's to a not ju- it's a Jimmy Garoppolo, it, or, or but, not Jimmy Garoppolo. It's a, a Jimmy but you're going to be high up. You're going to be high up in the draft capital next year, right? And you have Howell, Rattler, and all right. that stuff. But you, that's what you I'm saying. See it's it's like the Jimmy Clausen situation where the the yeah. Panthers took him in the second round, mm. and they knew it was, it was at the end of the Jake DeLome era, right. and they were just just good enough with Jake DeLome to where they couldn't get one of the best quarterbacks in that draft. Mm-hmm. So they drafted one high in the second round. And they're like, hey, he has high upside. 
we're going to let him play for, for this if we'll depending on the Watson situation we're going to let him play for this year yeah. if he shows flashes of being really really good then we hit on right. a late or a mid-round pick who showed the upside that we right. saw in him if not they're going to be bad enough to where they're going to get one of the top guys next year. Right. It, it I just don't make, think it's fair to Davis Mills, in my opinion. It does make a lot of sense, but and I think I think fair. almost that the Texans kind of look at this as Mills was somebody who I think the consensus is he should have gone back for one more year of college. Sure. Yep. And just because at that point there there is a legit school of thought that maybe he would have elevated himself mm-hmm. up into one of those two or three top two or three quarterbacks taken in the mm-hmm. 2022 draft, and maybe this is where the Texans are like. We don't have a one and a two. Do they have a first rounder next year? I, yes. I couldn't. I, I I don't know. Like I couldn't think of that. I was tr- talking to someone earlier today, and I didn't end up looking it up. But the, I we, think that they should. They they do because the last of their first round rounders given away was this year, and that was the Laramie Tunsil trade. Does right. Miami still have two first rounders next year, though? No, I think Miami. Because I think they do because I was here the, and there. But they the have the first rounder. Trade. They have the they have the uh, first rounder from Mika Fitzpatrick. That's it. Okay. That's right. that's where it, that's where it, they so get the, it's the second Steelers one. pick. Yeah, okay. it's the Steelers gotcha. pick, but, not the. But still, coming back to the Texans, I think this is something where they saw maybe we jumped ahead of the curve here, mm-hmm. right? And we were able to go get this guy who is probably going to be a top ten, top fifteen pick next year, maybe. If he progress, yeah, if he develops and progresses the way that we see him progressing, mm-hmm. right? And now we've jumped ahead of the gun. We've gotten him, and now if we do, and if they do have that first round pick and likely a top five pick mm-hmm. top three pick right first pick i mean he could have jumped um, himself up and that's the, where they could maybe then just take the best player if, available if the deshaun watson stuff really hits the fan uh i think it's inevitable that they will ha- be the worst team in football yes next year. oh 100 and on the on the flip side of that too if they do have that first overall mm-hmm. pick next year maybe that's something where hey we've already got our quarterback who's the best quarterback in the board who wants him Let's, we'll, we're taking trades right now, mm-hmm. and then re basically be able to replenish yeah. all that all those draft picks that right. they traded away, and be able to have a quicker and, and, rebuild. And honestly, so. that's probably the best course well, of action Mill, for it. This Mills pick might have been brilliant. Yeah, and that, exactly. And that, I guess it's the the once again the age old time will tell, and we'll see what actually happens. Right. Um, but I mean, because yeah, when we're looking at this, like we're literally <laughs> looking, yeah, we're looking I, at Sam Howell. <laughs> Spencer Radler for sure, like kind of one and two right now. There's Looking always at, someone that comes Slovis. out of nowhere. He could probably ju- he could have jumped Keaton Slovis. Slovis. I, that's is that the third or, or we don't know. Slovis yet. might here's be the, the one. Here's the thing. I mean, it's really early. Has has have we ever seen a quarterback group maybe other than this past year? And even then, you had Mac Jones kind of fly up the board. Mm-hmm. Right. You mm-hmm. had everybody knew Fields would be a high pick. Everyone kind of said Lance would be. Yeah. Uh, and everyone knew Lawrence would be the number one pick. Right. But that's not common. Now, usually there's one guy that just you not, don't really know going into the season who right. flies up boards. Right. And, yeah, everybody thinks that it's going to be Rattler, it's going to be uh, Howell or Slovis or all these guys, but what about the – Skyler Thompson. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I've, I'm thinking the uh, – Could be. <laughs> the kid at uh, Georgia who transferred from UCLA. God. Oh, um. Yeah, I'm drawing yeah. a blank, dude. JT Daniels. Daniels. Yep. There you go. Yeah. Uh, transfer from USC. He yeah. showed some incredible arm talent last year. Mm-hmm. Right. And, yeah, I did say USC. Mm-hmm. Transferred from USC. USC. Yeah. One of our old cohorts. Uh, uh, one, Los yeah. one of our old cohorts thinks it could be the uh, kid from UT San Antonio or whatever. No. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's, Sorry, uh, Devin. No. Yeah, Devin thinks it's, uh, what's his name, Frank? Frank something. Frank something. Frank uh, something. He's very raw to be taken that high. Right. I think... He's he's a good mobile quarterback. He sure. runs a lot of options. He runs a lot of speed options. Uh, the only thing that I don't like, what I'll say right off the bat, is he honestly he jumps off his back foot and wings it. One name I will say throw out there is that really could shock a lot of people. Jaden Daniels mm-hmm. or Jalen Jaden is it Jaden Daniels? Jaden Daniels at Jayden. Arizona State. Yeah, he's a guy Daniels, who could yeah. pull a very much an RG three type rise yep. up okay. to the top of. the He's a good quarterback. Board. Yeah, he is a really good quarterback. Uh, the back, the Pac-12 kind of looks over, gets overlooked in those situations. That's what, like unless you're a USC quarterback or you, like one of the big markets, yeah. especially lately. So yeah, and look how that worked out in basketball. You know, the Pac-12 getting overlooked. Exactly. What happened? J- oh, I mean, three teams, draft, the lead eight, no big deal. The draft beforehand, and who did I bang the drum for? Herbert mm-hmm. got overlooked. You know, came back and they're like, oh well, he didn't really affect well, his draft stock at all. Like I said, uh, the, Maybe that's why the, the coach Texans... there needs to be tried for crimes against humanity because yeah, Herbert. 
they did not show off his arm talent enough. At he was all. throwing way too many screens. Yeah. They should have been throwing downfield way more. Exactly. And you shouldn't, and like, like Aaron said time and time again, I completely agree with, you shouldn't have to go back to look at high school footage to be like, oh, this kid exactly. has an arm. I, well, I was like, going to say, maybe, maybe, that's, maybe that's why they're four years removed from that. You're like, yeah. who knows what they are now? Yeah, maybe that's right. why Houston took Mills because yeah. they're just like, hey, look at the other places Tyrod Taylor has been. He's in Cleveland. Oh, Baker Mayfield's the best. <laughs> like, we brought in Baker Mayfield. Now he's the star. <laughs> Justin Herbert becomes has a great rookie yep. year. Two yeah. of the best rookie years that uh, we've seen from a quarterback. From quarterback, so maybe that's the school of thought. And mm-hmm. Ian, wasn't he in Buffalo with EJ Manuel? No, <laughs> no. Josh <laughs> Allen? Just knew, wasn't he with Josh? No, maybe not. No, but uh, at least with no, Allen, Allen, was, Allen was there the same year as was the same draft class as Mayfield. Yeah. Um, it was there Mayfield's rookie year. Yeah. In Cleveland. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then right. we saw Mayfield have a record. Did he have one other stop ranking. though after he left Baltimore? Where he? Maybe not. It was Buffalo that he started, like, two, he three was, years. Okay. Yeah, he started in Buffalo for a while. That's right, yeah. He, yeah. he led him to the playoffs. He went to Cleveland, and then, he went to Cleveland and then San Diego. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Or Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, that's where you see quarterbacks, who, rookie quarterbacks, take over the starting job for sometimes really shitty reasons mm-hmm. from Tyrod Taylor and put up a record-tying or record set, record-breaking numbers. So, maybe that's the, the thought in Houston. Davis Mills one. will all of a sudden become phenomenal. What a career arc for Man, poor Tyrod Taylor, man. What? Yeah. We've talked about this, but man, yeah, I I think he'll if like we that's the thing with the Deshaun situation. We don't know what to expect. We so don't like, know without knowing that context. Like I think that if Deshaun's not there, yeah, Tyrod will start the season, and eventually they they're gonna want to get a look at Davis Mills. Yeah. But radio until, silence is not good. Yeah, until we yeah, I would imagine not hearing anything probably isn't necessarily good for Deshaun. Yeah. But this is not one of those situations where no I think he's played his news. last game as a Texan regardless. Yeah. I think I agree with that. Even if the allegations go away, the relationship was already so deteriorated right. that they're going to be like, all right, well, we have to trade him because his value almost sunk right. with those allegations. And you're not getting what you were thinking you were going to get for him. You weren't. No. You were thinking you were going to get three first rounders, right. this and that. You're going to get nothing. Think well, about not nothing. You're going to get bare minimum. Yeah. I don't want to compare players to other players, but like, think about like right after. Roethlisberger's allegations, how little teams wanted him. The Steelers would have gotten for him, but yeah. I mean that went Mike a different Vick? way. Mike, I mean, yeah. I mean, uh, obviously he was a free agent, so he got to sign. Yeah, he, went to, he actually went to prison. Yeah, different. So he was released. Yeah, different situation, but obviously, like, yeah. think about his career when he came mm-hmm. back and the Eagles took a chance on him, but they didn't have to pay him. Yeah, a ton. And he had like one good statistical year, and then. Yeah. The roster was flawed. So, <laughs> once yeah. again, the, the greatest team on paper that never transpired. Dream team, baby. That's what Vince yeah. Young said. And then you make the playoffs. Uh, but yeah, that's all. Yeah, it's it's, yeah. it's terrifying that we're not hearing anything. And, mm-hmm. that, and for me, it just, just makes me think that there's every, something big. Everything, everything's up in the air right now. When there's that many allegations, it's hard. It's hard to say that it's just all a money grab, especially when some of the victims aren't even going through the lawyer that is the money grab lawyer mm-hmm. in the situation. It's like, yeah, I don't know. Don't know. We're going to have yeah. to see what the league does with that. Not pretty down there in Houston. Not at all. No. no. Um, but we're months away from that, and we will probably learn more around the preseason time. Mm-hmm. Uh, something that's coming up very quickly, about three to four games left in the season, depending on the, the team, is the NBA playoffs and the play-in tournament. A real play-in tournament, not yeah. what we got last year, which was basically a one-game playoff. Yeah. Uh, only, I don't even remember who was in that one-game playoff thing. Maybe. Was it Houston? No, they didn't. No. Portland? Portland, Portland, was one. Portland. Portland was one. Portland. They won it. Yeah. They won the one-game play-in, but I don't remember who they played. I just remember. I just remember the dark, like, yeah. black and red jerseys. That's basically what I remember in that one game. Yeah, and it's Portland. No, the Rockets. I don't think it was the Rockets. I don't think it was the Rockets uh, either. Memphis, I think. But I remember the Portland Didn't Memphis jump sure. up and shot That's people? right. Yeah, but they did. Yeah, they they did decent when they got back to the bubble. Where were the Nuggets? Still, they weren't a playing team, were they? No, no. no. They went to the conference finals last year. Yeah, yeah. They were like a two or three seed. Okay. Um, but we have a real play-in tournament this year, and I didn't really read into it before a few days ago, but it is actually a legitimate tournament. And I kind of understand why some of these players are on, like, the seven seeds and six seeds that are, like, kind of borderline going to be in it, why they're a little bit more mad than last year mm. about it being a thing. Because, theoretically, a seven seed 
can fall out of the playoffs for a 10 seed. Mm. Which, I mean, when you look at the standings, all the teams from 7 to 10 on either side, they're within like three games of each mm-hmm. other. So it's not like they're definitively better. Any of the tens or seven seeds are definitively better than. What's the 10 team on both sides? Uh, the 10 on the east is the Wizards, and on the west is the Spurs. The Wizards aren't great, but they've been playing Good better ball. lately. Yeah. I mean, they've been they have two of the two all stars. Yeah, two predominant uh, wins the last little bit. Yeah, they're right around five hundred. Not great, but like I said, they have two two star players. Whatever uh, selfish basketball you want to say about him, kudos to Russell Westbrook for breaking the NBA's triple double record. One hundred eighty two yeah, triple doubles. Pretty now. crazy to think that's, about. That's an insane mark. Mm-hmm. And doing it when he's only been really doing the triple double thing. Consistently for like five years. Five yeah. years, yeah. The past four, years. Five, yeah, four or five years, yeah. Um, yeah, kudos to him. Oscar Robertson's record after which was something that we never thought would be broken. No, yeah. it's one of those records that people had said for a while. Oh, that'll never be broken. It's untouchable. And now Westbrook's going to add to that probably for another few years, and mm-hmm. it's going to be over two hundred triple doubles to break that record, yes. which is insane. Yeah. Um, so, what teams do we got? So, in the East, you have the Celtics in the, as a seven. Uh, they are two games back of the Miami. Uh, then you have the Hornets, the Pacers, and the Wizards. The so, Hornets the Celtics Celtics will play the Hornets. Well, if it if it finishes the way it should, which they're two games back with three games to play, so they probably won't finish that way. Um, so, the Celtics will play the Hornets. The loser of that game would go on to play the winner of the Pacers-Wizards game. For the eight seed. That's really weird. Yeah. And then in the West, you have the Lakers, who are also two games back, I believe, of Portland. Yes. Um, and then the Warriors, Grizzlies, and Spurs. So, Lakers, Warriors, that's I'm, – I'm all for that. That That's pretty exciting. That'll be a fun matchup, especially if everybody, everybody who can be healthy is healthy mm-hmm. for each team. Um, I mean, Curry's been no slaps this year. Yeah, and then uh, Grizzlies-Spurs, those have always been fun matchups. Mm-hmm. I know it's a different regime, of, like not different regime, like Doc or Popovich is still there, and uh, like, but the team the team for the Grizzlies isn't at all the same as when they used to meet in the playoffs. And neither, I mean, it's really not the same for the Spurs either. That was when they had Kawhi and Duncan and all them. Mm-hmm. But it's usually a pretty gritty series when, or pretty good, gritty games when those two teams play. Mm. And then the Celtics Hornets, you have the aspect of it's basically the Charlotte former Celtics because you have right. Terry Rozier, uh, Gordon Hayward, Brad Wanamaker, yeah. and then you um, have them getting healthy with Lamelo Ball, who's been playing pretty well. You know? Yeah, so, oh yeah. He's, like, I mean, I'd say between him and Edwards for rookie of the year, I, this is probably one, him. Yeah, I think him. it's the one year where with how much time he missed and how much Edwards played really well towards the end of the year, I would be okay with co co rookie of the year. Fair uh, enough. Yeah, I I really would. Like it hasn't happened in a long time, but Anthony did start slow. Anthony Edwards, he started slow, but man, he, man, has, he has been come incredible. On like nobody's business. Yeah, I think they finally found something as far as a wing goes, and and, and I mean, Lamelo did miss a lot of time because with the with and, the wrist injury, right? And not just the talent, like like Wiggins had, but has the drive and the desire yes. to be a great player, to Absolutely. be a champion, and he's mm. just an incredible. Uh, personality. I don't oh know my if you guys God, yes. listen to any of his interviews, but the kid is really, really funny. Cat uh, needed that. Anthony <laughs> Towns badly needed somebody like that. Yeah. Speaking of which, did you guys see the interaction between Carl Anthony Towns and Jimmy Butler during the game? Uh-uh, the no. Ooh, it, got, it got pretty salty. He called him... Uh, uh, Jimmy Butler called Carl Anthony Towns uh, soft as baby shit and <laughs> said, we've done this before. I, I beat you with like basically referencing the famous practice where he took the third teamers and beat the starters. Yep. And uh, <laughs> Carl Anthony Towns looks around the referee and goes, "Why don't Why don't you go call Rachel Nichols again?" And just starts laughing and looks away. Oh. <laughs> he famously after that practice just called Rachel Nichols and like, "I need to do a sit down interview and tell you all the shit that happened," which I thought was kind of stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, <laughs> creates that rivalry and there's been talks of like oh Miami could be a team that's in on Carl Anthony Towns in a couple of years I'm like not no absolutely not <laughs> absolutely not it's like it's like trying to get Boogie and CP3 on the same team good luck cause they yeah. hate each other yeah. Um, but yeah uh, I think there's a definite trend in the NBA this season and we kind of called it with that there would be a lot of nagging injuries because of the lack of time mm-hmm. off right and you look at some of the teams that are underperforming this year 
stacking injuries, and they were work, playing late into the bubble last year, hmm. other than really Denver. And even right. they lost some of their key players. <laughs> I was going to say nagging yeah. injuries. Yeah, I mean, Jamal, Jamal Murray out for the year, Barton out for a very long mm-hmm. time. Like, name, like mm-hmm. name four or five of their starters that they would try to replace right. and all that stuff, and now they have – Austin Rivers, they just signed Austin Rivers. They have P.J. Dozier and Aaron, yeah. Aaron, uh, Aaron, Aaron Gordon, Gordon and that's who they it. picked up at the trade deadline. Yeah. But yeah. before Luckily before the they, injuries, you're talking mm-hmm. a team that's going to compete yeah. and go for the title and then all their injuries, you know? Yeah, yeah I, I I can't see them going. Still on the super, Joker MVP yeah, I mean, train, though. Oh, he should absolutely win yeah. MVP. And I hate that the, argument the national it. argument that he'd be the worst MVP in like 35 years. I'm like, who cares? Hmm. Worst MVP, and no, he wouldn't. Yeah. Like, if you're pumping that train of like Joker isn't that good, you don't, you aren't you're watching. Not paying him. attention. Yeah, yeah that dude is seeing what he's doing. Incredible. I will admit, I do love that Steph Curry has jumped into the MVP yeah, conversation be because it has been a blast to watch. Him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you mentioned you texted you texted us a week or a couple weeks ago talking about that it was it was a Warriors and uh, uh, Pelicans game. And they were doing uh, the Marvel setup. Yeah. And I watched the second half of that, and that was actually an absolute blast. Yeah. Just, man, Steph, is, it's, it's so easy to forget how good he is when he's healthy. Has, okay, and someone brought this up, and I thought about it. Does any superstar get less recognition for caring the most than Steph? Do you ever see Steph sit out just for rest? No. Do you ever see Steph just... Not, they have to force not him out. Play car, not play hard when he's on the floor. They've, they've, no. they've, there's times where they force him out of the game to be like exactly. They, like, and he's and he's on the bench being like, you can tell him be like, I want in, yeah. I want in, I want in. The the whole down uh, by thirty, and he's like, I want in. What uh, what do they call? It? Or is the when Kawhi started doing that like thirty times? Uh, it's not just rest, but anyways, yeah. Like you see these superstars, and they're just they don't care about the regular season. Steph cares about every game. Yep. He goes out there and balls every single game, and he gets disrespected more than any other superstar that's won multiple MVPs that I've ever seen. And I, I respect wanting to manage minutes, trying mm. to – It's the Popovich. Trying, yeah, I was going to say it. you're trying to protect them to save those minutes for the playoffs and ultimately just create longevity for their career. Mm-hmm. But you just got to love it, somebody who just has that enthusiasm and love for the game where mm-hmm. he just – he realizes that this is not a business. Yes, I understand it's a business, but he realizes that it's hard. It's a game. It's a kid's game, and he's just going out there playing like yep. a kid. And he does things that any kid should want to be able to do. And you work hard enough, maybe you can. That's what sucked so much about like watching the Warriors become the villains mm. with KD. Mm-hmm. They were such a fun young team to cheer for mm-hmm. when they were won their first title, and even when they went seventy two and nine or seventy three and nine. Didn't help that either. Draymond didn't help, but like the rest of the team was the so likable. Yeah, yeah. Like How I could never you hate either of them. Right. Like Clay is like the most mellow, cool star in the league, mm-hmm. and then you have Steph, who like I said, just tries harder than anyone else. Mm-hmm. And then you add KD to it, and you're just like, God. Damn it, I hate Dick. you guys. Like, <laughs> and they got kind of cocky. Like, they knew that they could, like, just toy screw around and, and toy with you. And things with three got out. even wor- even mm-hmm. weirder with the burner accounts and all that other yeah. stuff. And mm. and then him and Draymond just jawing at each other all the time. It just got weird, and I, I didn't like having them as Draymond's the villains. kicking people in the, <laughs> and Kerr people super, in the dick. super likable, too. Yeah. Like, oh, got to love Steve Kerr. But, he yeah. took a punch from Michael Jordan, and he kept on going. <laughs> How can you hate that guy? Exactly. Uh, so yeah, it's nice seeing the Warriors like back in the mix there. I really hope that honestly it would be really cool if they if they knocked off the Lakers, yeah. right up in the in the play in game, just to get like knock off LeBron. Would be hard to do. Well, I guess he wouldn't like Wiseman on Davis, but man, that would be awesome. Wiseman's been out. Yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. It would be really yeah. hard to do without Wiseman. Their their defense Davis. without Wiseman has been incredibly improved. Actually, oh, wow. Um, okay. Yeah, they're they've looked like, and that's a tough situation for a rookie to be get thrown into you no matter how talented you are mm. like they already all have continuity know how to play together and then you throw a rookie who doesn't really know how to play in this league right in there like there's going to be deficiencies somewhere and unfortunately for Wiseman it was on the defensive end mm. um he had his moments of looking good but I I would I would love to see the late like because I even then I think the Lakers would beat either the Spurs or the Grizzlies to get the eight seed, mm-hmm. but for them to get knocked down to the eight seed, mm-hmm. 
That'd be like if okay, LeBron, you you want this legacy? Win a title as an eight seed, which good freaking luck. Yeah, like, I, I don't I don't know what the lowest seed to win a title is, but I don't think it's an eight seed. I don't know. I don't, know. don't ask me. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, that starts probably just probably in early next week. I want to say. Yeah, um, that's about right. But let's get some baseball. Yeah. Uh, big news came out today about the uh, Oakland A's. The league approved them to explore looking at new Hi. cities to move to, trying to put pressure on the city of Oakland to build a new stadium. We all know how that went with. 20 uh, years, 20 years that professional sports league has been trying to put pressure on the city of Oakland to build a new stadium. Mm-hmm. Oakland Alameda Coliseum, whatever it's called now, but that's it's always been the Oakland Coliseum, is an absolute dumpster fire. Mm-hmm. It mm-hmm. is a shithouse. Black and yet, hole. But, like, it housed the black hole. It is, it is a black hole that housed the, the black, black hole. hole. Yeah. And so, name. like... Just, man, these fans claim to be so passionate. I know Raiders fans are passionate about their Raiders. But you don't seem willing to be – I don't know if it's you're just electing dipshit politicians or – which could be said for a lot of parts of the country. But, hey, like, um, got takes today, man. Uh, but just – Oakland just does not – at this point in, ter- in time – we can see there's a reason that they are probably about to lose their third franchise. Mm-hmm. They're going to go from in a in within three years, they're going to well, it's it's going to take a few years for the A's to move. But you're talking about in a five year span, they might have lost three major franchises, mm-hmm. all three that they've had, and three that have been there for decades, and one that was just in the middle of a dynasty, mm-hmm. like same piece, yeah, like going and across, yes, and that one's just going across the bay, but still, there. I mean, you not know the rivalry yeah. <laughs> in the bay, yeah, like. The but fact that, that they went that across was, the bay is a big was, thing. But that was one of the teams that the, those two cities kind of shared. Right. Like, the Warriors were, yeah, Oakland's team, but they were just as much uh, San Francisco's team. The other two mm-hmm. teams, it's for not that, because there are other teams in those leagues in that city. Yeah. So, that the, the Warriors is different. The losing <laughs> the Raiders That's to Vegas – not losing them to Los Angeles, but to Vegas, that was huge. And then wherever the A's go, if they're even going to be called the A's after that, I, who knows? Well, because like, I mean, they they were the Philadelphia A's, and then okay. the Kansas City Athletics, and yeah. then so the Oakland Athletics. The so Got they it. would probably stay the Athletics, just and probably keep the color scheme and everything. But right. one of the one of the cities I've seen as a front runner is Las Vegas. Everybody want the Everybody Golden Knights started a trend. Everybody wants in Las Vegas now. And how shitty would that be for Oakland fans to be like? Sports gambling also is pushing. Oh yeah, the sports gambling stuff nationwide is pushing that. Vegas took away both of our major franchise, our Mm -hmm. NFL team, and then our MLB team. Yep. Maybe do something about that, (laughs) Oakland. Maybe go and build the damn stadium. They're not going to do it. A you problem. Yeah. Yeah. Again, that stadium is an absolute just God. It is so terrible. And I just, as a Detroit fan, I just don't understand. When your stadium starts to fall into disrepair and all that stuff, sorry, you have to make a move. Like at the Silverdome, yeah. it had been around for forever. And when I when I, we literally grew up two minutes from the Silverdome, lived off Martin Luther King Boulevard and Balboa, and the Silverdome the Silverdome was the exit you took. But that I mean, it's been obviously taken down. But like the Palace at Auburn Hills taken down, mm-hmm. like all these things, and to, to build new stadiums, it has to happen naturally. Stadiums are getting taken yeah. down well before then now too, because yeah. Atlanta had two new stadiums built in a twenty-five year period. Yeah, mm-hmm. you look at yeah the the Olympic Stadium, Turner mm-hmm. Field, just done, gone now. Mm-hmm. And that's where you, you see, yes, stadiums get old and they need to be repaired or replaced. That's where you look at Kansas City. We voted mm-hmm. to renovate instead, mm-hmm. right. and it's I mean I. Love both Kaufman and Arrowhead, but you're still you're still paying to fix it. We're still it. yeah, we're still right. paying to make sure that it's kept up to, not just to code, but still staying when it when it after it's done renovated, state of the art. And right. it is for different reasons, but there is a movement to try to get a new baseball stadium built in Kansas City. Right for yeah downtown, and there's also right. a movement along with that. And I'm a proponent if they do move it downtown, make it essentially a replica of Kaufman Stadium. Yeah, oh, like that way you retain 100%. the charm of what is. Like, am I biased? Absolutely. But it's something, if you look at lists of best stadiums in baseball, it's, Kaufman it's is routinely there. a top 10, mm-hmm. if not a top 5 stadium, yeah. as is Arrowhead. Yeah. Yep. And, yeah. and, yeah, and that, I mean, I am 
obviously on a, on a side of I really support that being and the person that works in an industry downtown. So yeah. it would be cool to have like Kauffman Stadium here. Um, but also in the same fact, I am all for Kansas City Market being like, hey, this is what we're doing. We upgrade the stadiums. That they, they pump so much money into their sports teams and their fan bases mm-hmm. that they update it. Oakland's never, ever, ever done that. Right. Or for very rarely has it been like this is our – and they've had – teams and a lot of like there's been times where it's like you have the media attention on very, the different things that very you've much done. fair weather fans there yeah and because again like you said they've never ever done it this is not the first like the, the raiders have left oakland twice now mm-hmm. and of course we, we just talked about the warriors and now you know the a's have been a traveling franchise and that's something i think a lot of people around here forget is they were the kansas city baseball team before the royals and that's right. why when they moved to oakland that's why baseball promised, hey, we're gonna create, we're gonna create an expansion franchise, yeah. and they're by Royals. But, yeah. um, but that's something is where you just see Oakland. It's yeah, they just it, when you have a tendency to keep losing teams, it's kind of like St. Louis. Yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, yes, they didn't like when it comes to football, at least with St. Louis, yeah. it's kind of like that. It's like you just don't show the commitment. Right. And unlike the, where, the been, where St. Louis does St. Louis. in baseball and hockey, right. Oakland doesn't anything. Right. I'll say those are the only two franchises they care about in St. Louis. You sit there and you shake your fist at San Francisco all the time, and, well, guess what? San Francisco ponies up the money. Right. I understand San Francisco has more money. I get that. But when you see all these other cities across the nation that don't make nearly as much as San Francisco, probably don't make as much as Oakland does, Mm -hmm. and yet they find ways to keep their teams and keep Mm -hmm. them happy. Yeah. Yeah, some of the smallest markets are able to keep their teams. Mm -hmm. Look at the Green Bay, Oklahoma City, like places like that, they're yeah. extremely small markets for professional sports. They're able to keep those teams, and I get like they only have one team there. Well, now Oakland only has one team. Yep. Yeah. So it should have made it better for you, right? It should have funneled more money into your city. And a lot of this is like also to throw a little bit different perspective at it is some of these billionaire owners should be putting up more money for these stadiums too. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And Oakland, the Oakland A's specifically, they're not an ownership group that spends a lot of money in general. So like they can't do that. So they have to get the public support for that. It's not like a situation where Jerry Jones can pay for a new stadium, $3 billion stadium out of his pocket. But part of the current Oakland proposal Mm -hmm. with, from the A's is actually where a, a heavy portion of it would be privately funded. Right, not not through and every you know, stadium should be like that. majority yeah. privately funded. Mm-hmm. That's something that I've always supported. Like it shouldn't be on the backs of taxpayers to pay. That's why the majority of these stadiums. That's why San Diego lost the Chargers. Is exactly. they, it wasn't until the last minute that the Chargers ownership was like, okay, okay, here's here's this new plan where we will get most of it privately funded, and then San Diego was like, well, too, too late, late. Enough off. So yeah, too late. Um, yeah, that's that was some interesting news that came in today, uh, Duncan. What yes. The, what the hell happened to the Royals last week, man? <laughs> uh, I saw this hilarious GIF, and it was. I know you're not you're not a wrestling fan, but you at least remember the Undertaker AJ Styles match mm-hmm. that they did a very theatrical match last year. Yeah. Uh, in the graveyard in the cemetery, and it was now Taker's last match. Mm-hmm. And one of the gifts that have come from that is a wonderful GIF of. AJ Styles thinking that he just knocked Undertaker into the open grave and sitting there cackling on top of the top of the tractor, and then Undertaker <laughs> just appears behind him, just this like "I'm gonna fuck you up" kind of yeah. look. And I've seen that gift now done into the Royals entering May as AJ Styles laughing, or no, the Royals <laughs> like yeah entering May laughing, and then Undertaker being May, yeah. because it has been atrocious in the month of May. And I've already gone at length at some of it. The Royals got screwed in some of the games last week. Mm. Uh, Angel Hernandez is a, essentially a curse word right now in But Kansas not City. in the one where they dropped nine runs. He's basically a curse inning. word in, no. in every city. <laughs> yeah, it, was that it was eight runs in the first inning. Oh, sorry, jerk. Eight runs. Yeah, I literally yeah. sat there and was like, and there's another one, and there's another one. Oh, that's one. the game you guys that's went to, one, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's, that was the KCP and <laughs> outing. Kingston, welcome to Kaufman State. Shit, there's another one. I mean, the last oh, game that Ty and I went to, fun fact... Uh, we got uh, what are they called Boulevard. Yeah, Boulevard Suite. Yeah, the Boulevard Crafting line. Draft. Crafting mm-hmm. drafts. Crafting nice. drafts uh, tickets, and we we decided to go in about the fourth inning against the Yankees, and we walk in and it's already like eleven to two. Yeah. Uh-huh. And we get to Crafting Draft and they have a TV on the Celtics playoff game, and I'm just turned away. Yeah. They're like you're not going to watch the game at all. I'm like, 
Not until it's within like four runs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we went to the Royals game, and David and I caught glimpses, and the whole thing that we talked about was playoff basketball. Uh-huh. <laughs> that was uh, the table yeah. next to us. Even said they're like. Are you guys literally at a Royals game watching basketball right now? I was like, well, it's on, and it's not that. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, was, speaking of a- funny, like, internet things f- that came out of that, there's an account that I follow that said, that's tweets that preceded unfortunate events. And oh, shit. <laughs> it was uh, uh, Passan. Jeff Passan. Yeah. yeah. He, <laughs> I saw this one. Yeah. He tweeted out, like, right before that. It was on April last, 30th. Yeah, he goes... The it's Kansas City May. Royals have the best record in baseball, May, yep. and it's almost May. And that was the tweet, and it said, yeah, tweets it's that preceded unfortunately. He has since events. commented on that tweet uh, yesterday and said, it is almost May 11th, and the Royals have the 20th best record in baseball. <laughs> oh, how yeah. much can happen in a week and a half. Oh, man, how the turns have tabled. That's, yeah, <laughs> how the turns have tabled. Indeed, oh, the turn tables. <laughs> how the turntables. Remix. <laughs> and commercial break. Oh, Thank man. you, Michael um, Scott. Hey, but good that. news. <laughs> you guys are playing the Tigers. <laughs> hey. Damn, man, that's not a self-deprecating fan. Uh, He's a Detroit fan. He has to be it. self-deprecating. I love it. I that's love the it. first thing they teach you in Detroit is how to be self-deprecating about that's your team. Fair. That's fair. You, you look you look sharp as hell rocking yeah. the Red Wings gear, though. Yeah, the way. captain, the perfect human. That was awesome. Nicholas um, Lindstrom. But, uh, Some no, of the best nicknames in sports. Yeah, it's, I'm hoping that the Royals can finally get back on the winning track. That's why I'm like, okay, I'm wearing the 14 World Series mm. hoodie. I like, I'm, I'm, I'm like, maybe a little bit of that old magic can yeah, get recaptured. That's what the Royals need. And I'm still like, the kid who started on uh, Saturday night was David Daniel Lynch, and I'm still very excited about his future. I think he could be a phenomenal pitcher for the Royals. Well, he can go but, up from there. But if there, And if there was a silver lining coming from that game, is Bubich coming in. And pitched absolutely nails and basically sell yes, the Boobich, yeah, Chris Boobich. Hey. Um, damn, that's fair. Uh, but um, it came in, pitched five and two thirds. I think he only gave up like a hit and two walks, maybe, and like really saved the bullpen. And not that the bullpen had anything to really save the next day when the Royals again got absolutely waxed. But yeah, sixteen and seventeen, it's not been pretty. So I'm hoping. They they were pro- they were projected. We thought like mm. even optimistically, I was like around five hundred. And if you would have told me going into May that they'd be a game under five hundred, or at the, or a week and a half into May they're a game under five hundred, be like, okay, okay, we're right, we're right about there. I just wouldn't have known that that would be because of an eight game losing streak. Right. So. <laughs> but yeah. incredible start, but yeah, that's that was kind of a that game. Yeah, yeah, that game should first pitch should have happened just a little while ago. So it's probably already eight nothing. Yeah, something like that. Wait, what? Wait, what? <laughs> Uh, Take a look. Yeah, I I was actually just going to bring up that uh, hockey playoff startup on the fifteenth. Should be fun playoff hockey. Um, Who's the the best team in hockey right now? uh, Avalanche. Avalanche. Yeah, it pains me to say, but Avalanche. Stupid color. Yeah, Uh, I mean the the playoffs. uh, And and I'll I'll be honest. Like, um, obviously, we love football, but if you're really looking for two great playoff sports that you just don't really know that much about, but you want to watch. NBA and NHL are the two Stanley phenomenal playoffs. playoffs. Like, just never sleep on the teams, you know, all that stuff. And obviously, seven-game series and all that stuff. They're just – and, uh, man, I just – me and my better buddy, than an elimination game. Um, yeah. Me and Caleb, one of my good friends, uh, shout-out Caleb Roman, um, we uh, used to talk at length about – what is the better playoff, NBA or NHL? And it was so heated, and it's always just – it's so great because both are absolutely premium to watch. I agree. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the one time of the year that I can kind of get into hockey is in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I just don't know enough about it to get into a year-round, and I don't have a team, so that kind of – yeah. Uh, right. Uh, so well, neither of our teams are in it anyway. So right. yeah, I was gonna say uh, a couple of matchups, obviously to watch. Uh, two three matchup, uh, Washington Capitals uh, versus Boston Bruins. That one's gonna be a fun one. Always is a good one between those two. That. Yep, pretty rivalry. Um, you have number one uh, Penguins versus number three Islanders. I mean, you can kind of check the upset on that one, but it's uh, pretty fun. Um, uh, Maple Leafs versus Canadians. Edmonton Oilers versus Winnipeg. Um, Carolina Hurricanes, who have been actually doing some work this year, and it wouldn't be—they're a good defensive scrap team. Hurricanes are really good. I'd—I'd yeah, I'd like to see them kind of, you know, pull it, pull that one out. Uh, Florida Panthers versus Tampa Bay Lightning. Obviously, you saw what the Lightning did last year. Um, champs, but 
they have to, they do have a health issue. That's just kind of one of those. No Kucherov, yeah, man. Yeah, no Kucherov. Yeah. I, I have a rule with hockey that I'll bring up right now yeah. that if if the ground in your city doesn't freeze for at least a month, I can't root for you. And then obviously one that I'm that I'm watching pretty closely is the uh, Colorado Avalanche versus uh, Minnesota Wild. I think it's going to be a tough series for the Avalanche, but. Um, I know Vegas Golden Knights are number one kind of on that side. Vegas versus St. Louis is going to be a good matchup. Um, but, man, I think, honestly, like looking at it, for me, I kind of said it last year, and, God, I hope it pulls through. But, I mean, it could be an avalanche here again. Like, I wanted them to do it last year, and they, they fought those – they fought hard in their uh, in their matchup that they got – or the matchups that they got eliminated in, and nobody was expecting the uh, Stars. So, there's always that one team that just comes out of nowhere, and I'm excited to see who it is. You know, yeah. starts May fifteenth. Hey, hey, yeah. <laughs> Anything else? No, that's about it. Yes. Uh, I just want to say, screw you to horse racing. Oh, uh, yes, right. yes. We did want to touch on that. Yeah. Uh, just because uh, Kentucky Derby scene. winner Medina Spirits tested positive for steroids at, in the post race uh, testing, and it still hasn't been stripped of the Kentucky Derby title. They're still waiting to do a second test or the results of the second test. And uh, but that is the fifth te- positive test for steroids with one of his horses in the last 13 months for trainer Bob Baffert. Wow! And he has said that he will not attend the second jewel of the uh, crown, crown. Of the second jewel of the triple crown, uh, the Preakness Stakes, because he doesn't want to be a distraction. But they have announced that the horse Medina Spirits will be allowed to run pending the results of that. Of that second test, and we'll just be along with the other, uh, the other horse owned by I can't for I can't remember the name, but a second horse that is also owned by Baffert that will be in the Preakness Stakes. Mm-hmm. Uh, both of these horses will be monitored very closely for anything else. Baffert is claiming that it was an antifungal ointment put on the horse's hooves mm-hmm. that caused uh, that's supposed to help relax. Uh, it's it's used as like a muscle relaxer and things like that. That is supposed to. Um, Helped the horse, but it had steroids in it, and uh, that is what he is claiming. We but, had this uh, talk at like at length. Just you need to know what you're putting on your horse or in your body as, as an, an athlete. athlete, or yeah, yeah. And so, just like Baffert is considered the most legendary trainer ever, but he's on his way to like some historic things, like how many wins he has. But man, just horse racing is the mo- horse racing is the most antiquated. Just old school down south kind of thing in this country that is still celebrated as much mm-hmm. as it is like mm-hmm. it just it's something that I, I plan on at one point probably on an episode of tapped in just really getting into it but mm-hmm. i despise horse racing i know people I love too. to get their mint juleps and love to do up the derby every may and uh, or every april and get into it and everything or yeah it is may first weekend of may but i'm just man it's just ridiculous, just especially so when you consider how many horses die in Santa Anita track mm-hmm. in uh, California. Like it, yeah. it's just it's ridiculous, and mm. it's uh, just uh, just f off. Yeah, I agree. Fuck off, horse racing. Fuck off, horse racing. Yeah, not the horses. Love you. Th- love the horses. But, love the horses. Uh, yeah, the trainers. Beautiful and creatures. Bunch uh, of and I also want to finish on the note of uh, the football world lost a very talented person today or yesterday i want to say colt brennan uh, oh right yeah <coughs> young a, guy yeah he was 37 years old he had been at five months in a rehabilitation facility which do you even remember back even when he was in college uh, a lot of his story kind of revolved around his substance abuse that's why mm-hmm. he transferred to hawaii, hawaii. Yeah. uh and he struggled with that his whole life kind of also the reason why he kind of fell out of the nfl was falling into substance abuse after a car accident that he left was in. Him, yeah, left him with some brain damage, and he just... Yeah. Uh, drafted in 2008, right? Y- yep, 2008 or 2009, somewhere around, yeah. Record-breaking yeah. quarterback. Yeah, yeah, he was the first, like, 50-touchdown uh, spread And it was quarterback, only right? the one that, team that we've talked about time and time again, the uh, legendary record-breaking 2019 LSU offense that mm-hmm. Joe Burrow was the... F- it took year, took over a decade for anybody to break, uh, especially in an era in which yeah. there's so much, the passing has just exploded in college football, Still football in be. general. And it took until the 2019 season when that Joe was, Burrow did it for somebody to surpass. And Brandon's also record. it was in like what 15 games. Yeah. yeah, he did. He did threw 58 touchdowns in like 13 games. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, ridiculous. So yeah, hearts out to his family. Uh, really sad story there. So he was trying to make his life better, and yep. they just found him. I read into it. They just 
found him unconscious in his mm-hmm. in his room at the rehab facility, and he passed away at the hospital. So, thirty seven. Yeah, sad, sad stuff there. Um, but thank you for tuning in for our one year official, unofficial one year anniversary show. It's been one year. Happy birthday, it's been f- Mr. President. I'm turning you off here, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> on purpose this time, this not time. on Where's accident. Keenan? Like we every Keenan to be muting it for us right now like, <laughs> during the draft. But yeah, happy birthday tailgate! It's yeah, been a, happy birthday been a fun, tailgate! It's been a blast. Did it, it's been a little throwback guys. this time, obviously for some other circumstances. Yeah. Why? But uh, yeah, can't wait to see where we are another year from now when we're celebrating two years. Yeah. Literally, we, uh, we're bringing down the roof here right now. <laughs> Raising the roof. <laughs> raising that, the that's roof. later yeah. tonight. Later tonight, we're gonna be raising the roof. Last time I raised the roof. Tailgate. Yeah, last time I raised a roof in a booth, I was getting kicked out of an Applebee's at eleven thirty in the afternoon. Kicked out of the back of the town. Thank you for tuning in. We love you guys. Tune in.